Hey, what's up Instagram and YouTube? This is Greg coming at you guys today because I want to share with y'all a testimony of how God opened up a miraculous door to give me entrance into the juvenile hall. And it was the same juvenile hall that I was locked up in over a decade ago. So to begin with, let me give you the backdrop of the story. It begins with me uh, having a life of crime. I, I engaged in slanging and uh, uh, drug abuse, drug addiction, violence, uh, living the street life. Uh, arrested frequently, so on and so forth. And uh, I caught uh, a number of felonies, uh, several misdemeanors, uh, violent charges, uh, possessions of, of, of weapons and uh, whatnot. <clears throat> and um, well, that all began at the age of 14. And uh, when I turned 17 years of age, that's when I gave my life to the Lord. I was done with it. And uh, so beginning at the age of 17, I always wanted to go back into the same juvenile hall I was locked up in, um, but I was never given an, uh, an opportunity to share the light, share the gospel, I was never given an opportunity, uh, for, and that door never opened up. Nonetheless, many years later, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was in either 2018 or 2019, I begin to have a prayer meeting uh, and I was having weekly prayer meetings once a week and uh, a number of uh, us believers were gathering together and I had it in my heart again after many years later uh, to desire to go into the juvenile hall and so I presented that request to those who were there with me and I would lead the prayer meeting and I expressed to them my interest in going to the juvenile hall. So I asked that they would join with me in prayer and believe the Lord for an open door. On the side note, to give further context to uh, this entire story, I was going to college. I was going to a local community college here in my city. And, uh, and so hang on to that because that's going to be relevant to what I mentioned later. But we began praying week after week. And if I'm not mistaken, anywhere from two weeks to a month, um, I began college. Uh, anywhere from two weeks to a month after we began praying for that specific need, I began college. So in my class, it was a public speaking class, uh, we began uh, pairing up in groups in our first week of class, okay, once I did begin college. And so we've been praying for me getting to the juvenile hall week after week. A month later, I began college. The first week of my public speaking class, we're paired up in groups by the, our instructor. And in that group, God gave me a word of knowledge for two people. For one person, it was that they were having nightmares of death. And for this other individual to my left, it was a female the Lord had spoken to me that she had pain in her back and in her ankles. And both of the words were accurate and they were astonished. Their jaw dropped. They're like, how'd you know that? So on and so forth. I relate to them that, you know, I hear the voice of the Lord uh, and uh, the Lord uses me in, in the prophetic anointing. And it just so happened that it, that there was another brother in that group and he began to share his testimony about how he had received healing um, from 
an evangelist. The Lord had used an evangelist because that evangelist had received a prophetic word. Um, and that evangelist was a guest speaker at his home church. And he used to deal with migraines. And that evangelist pointed him out and says, you deal with migraines. He looked at his mom thinking his mom shared with the evangelist what he dealt with. And she looked back at him and said, I didn't tell him that. That was the Lord. So they prayed for him. He got healed. And so he shared that testimony right after me getting the prophetic words for both of them. So he said, "Let's. Uh, how about we pray for her afterward? I said, that's a great idea. So we prayed for her and believed God for healing. We prayed for her back and her ankles. And um, well, nonetheless, from that Bible, uh, from that uh, group, from that uh, group of ours, emerged a Bible study that I began to lead an hour once a week, every uh, one hour before our class started. Okay, so this was for the entire semester. I led a Bible study an hour before our class started, and it was me, that woman we prayed for, that brother, and some um um some uh, lady from africa and nonetheless as uh meanwhile week after week we're still praying that i get entrance into the juvenile hall <laughs> uh maybe three weeks later this brother who had his migraine healed um the lord used that uh, evangelist to you know administer the the gift of healing and um, he, out of curiosity, asked me what my testimony was. And I shared with him that uh, my testimony involved uh, crime, uh, you know, uh, street life, drugs, so on and so forth. And uh, I mentioned how I had uh, spent time incarcerated. And he's all, where? And I had mentioned to him uh, a particular uh, juvenile detention center. He said, what? He said, my dad, he's a pastor, and he goes in there uh, week after week ministering to the kids. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I was praying that God would give me an open door for me to get into that juvenile hall, and voila. And so I ended up asking him, hey, can you ask your dad if he can get me into that juvenile hall? And he's all, yeah. And uh, so... Uh, he asked his dad, his dad and I had met and um, he felt, you know, the Lord had given him peace in my heart to give me entrance um, into that uh, juvenile hall because uh, that was a ministry that they were, uh, they had since the 90s. And sure enough, I found myself in the same juvenile hall I was locked up in uh, over a decade ago. I was locked up in probably like 2009 and... Um, and so by the grace of God, the Lord opened up a miraculous door. He orchestrated everything for me to gain entrance into that uh, juvie, uh, into juvie. And uh, as, I, as I make my way in there, um, you know, Jesus said that, uh, you know, by signs and miracles, and is a, that's the demonstration of the kingdom of God. It says, if I by the finger of God cast out demons, and the kingdom of God has come among you. And uh, and by the Lord's influence and his leading, uh, God would give me prophetic words for these children. And as I would preach, God would just show me some of their lives. And 
I would share that information and I would see some of them break down crying, would be able to pray over them, break bondages and strongholds. And so I spent quite a bit of time in there and um, got to see uh, gangbangers give their lives to Christ. Uh, I seen you know, some hardened criminals about to get shipped to prison, spend uh, many years in, in the pen. Uh, give their lives to Christ and they knew the cost that it, it could potentially cost them their lives for exiting the gang life minister to Sureños and Crips and Northerners and so on and so forth and be able to see the power of God uh, break up that hard ground and bring hope to the hopeless uh, light to those who are sitting in darkness and with that said I want to sum this up and wrap it up to give glory to God and, and, and minister to you all and communicate to you guys uh, to reinforce the truth of God's hope, that God is a God of hope. God is a God who opens doors. The Bible says in Matthew, if you ask, you shall uh, receive. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door will be open. Paul in the fourth chapter of Colossians prayed that an effectual door of utterance would be open unto him. And that's precisely what God did in my situation. That's what he did in my case. And he has uh, 